Greetings and welcome to the Spooky Scouts. If you found us, you show an interest in questioning the suspicious, investigating the intriguing, and attempting to distinguish fact from fiction. Each meeting, we will evaluate a topic of choice and find stories, evidence, and history to discuss and debate. Join us in earning some merit badges, Spooky Scouts, if you survive. <laughs> But yeah, so welcome to Spooky Scouts. Spooky Scouts, welcome. Gather around the campfire. And uh, we are going to start talking about some interesting uh, things. A lot of UFO news, a lot of things like that. Um, mm -hmm. We had fun with the rebranding. Um, all of the, everywhere on every listening platform, it should now be Spooky Scouts. Um, the Patreon is now Spooky Scouts. I think I need to change the coffee still. Our email is still spooky Saturday stories at gmail.com, but we may make a new one, but still use the old one too. Yeah. In case you want to use that one as well. But uh, yeah, I think we got everything changed over. We got a new logo. Yeah. New Kayla made the new overlay. logo. It's great. Yay. It's great. Yeah. I love this new logo. We talked about this for a while to kind of get the right aesthetic, mm -hmm. that kind of like clean classic boy scout look, but then like make it spooky. Yes. So. Yes. Um, again, this is just an update episode. We're going to be having our book club episode soon and a bunch of other fun things. This one's just kind of like because we've missed a bunch of UFO news since we started. I have some um, other news, too, that's non-UFO oh, that I'm excited oh, about. Um, that's exciting. And to for anyone that doesn't know, the book, the oh. first book we're going to talk about is called Ablaze by Larry Arnold. So if you want to pick it up and read it before we talk about it, please check it out. I mentioned that in the Discord, but just so everyone knows, it's called Ablaze, about spontaneous human combustion. So Yes. Um, and I forgot to show you, Kayla Flumpton uh, sent me a lovely birthday present. I'll <gasps> reach him back here. <laughs> Hold on. He's yes. back here. Both of our birthdays were recently. Books too. Some wonderful books, but look. It's, Stop. Look oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you, Flumpton. That Look is so cute. He's got little hands. Stop. <laughs> I know. Where did that come from? I don't know. I don't know. Where'd you get it, Flumpton? Please. It's, it's incredible. Please let us know. I need I need one for my desk at work. Yeah, and thank you for all the books, too. I love them all. It's wonderful. You're very sweet. Wonderful Mothman. But he's been sitting behind me because Feathers has decided that he wants to kill Mothman. And Mothman has become a target for Feathers because Mothman has big red eyes. I mean... Which to Feathers means enemy. <laughs> pretty scary, honestly. Yeah. But thank you so much. It was wonderfully sweet. I also have a couple other uh, mail things. Um, hold on. Let me grab this real quick. I should have gotten this ready, but you know, hindsight is nah, fine. It's that's fine. okay. This was from... Um, this is from Andy West. This was another book, and I haven't quite looked into the book yet, but it made me laugh, like, really hard. It's just, it's the girl's ghost hunting guide. What? <laughs> Does the ghost have eyelashes? Like little yes. Like, oh, my yes. gosh. Stop. Yes. The, the, the ghost has eyelashes. Um, um, yeah, the ghost has eyelashes. There's some ghost stories. Different. The best part is know your ghosts, which it has different kinds of ghosts. So I'm like, for girls? Just... For only girl ghosts. Only, only for girls. Girl ghosts? Like, only but, girls. Only but girls it has, know. Like poltergeist, shadow people, haunting, possession, signs of a haunting. I'm like, but it's all just like really girly. <laughs> like, That's amazing. I know. 
So we have that book to go through. I also have one that I picked up in the desert called The Desert Oracle, Ooh. which is a bunch of like zines and stories from um, from the desert in California and Nevada. It's got some good little images in there. Ooh, those are some good icons. Yeah, so we have some some more fun things to go through. Um, and after today, one of my things that I'm bringing to the table is also some things I found in the desert, which I used in the graphics for this, which are these really bizarre magazines called Flying Saucers from the 60s, from 1968, in like perfect condition. They're just like the Amalgamated Flying Saucer Club of America. Those are and so they're cool. They're so, and they're like so weird. They're only like a couple bucks at this weird antique store in the middle of Joshua Tree. And like just the middle of the desert. So I have some Arctic and they actually have like the best the best part of these is that they have like like accumulated articles in it. So we can actually read old articles. Ooh. Like, from the sixties. Those might so, be good for story time. And I'm glad you have show and tell this this episode because next episode I will have attended the Bigfoot convention again. Oh and my God. I am going to pick up whatever I can find. Oh that my would be God, interesting. like the vampire book. Yes. Yeah, so that's where I got the infamous vampire book, everyone. So maybe I will find something else. I'm going to do my best. It's next weekend. So if anyone is local to Virginia and wants to come along, DM me on Discord because I will be going probably definitely Saturday, maybe Sunday as well. It's two days. It's a two day event. Two so, days? Yeah. I don't know because they have that many speakers, but most of them are on Saturday and then they're showing oh a God. film, a local film. Oh no. So if anyone is in my area, DM me on Discord. Um, I will be going on Saturday and trying to pick up some good show and tell stuff. Oh so. my god, I'm so excited. I wish I wish that like we'd know I don't know, I would have come out. I would have come out for it. I know. I well, yeah. I didn't know it was happening for the longest time and then they're like, like, Yes, it is know. happening. Yeah. I know. I know. Well, soon we can do our on location episodes. Yeah, we are gonna tra- we're gonna be able to travel soon. I am gonna be able to travel more after That's this good. year, so that'll yeah. be good. Um, so I will come out there and we will do some fun stuff. It's gonna be great. Well, during the break, I watched, I watched a lot. <laughs> I watched a lot of really dumb documentaries. There was a decent, there was a decent, uh, a bunch of decent UFO ones. I think on Hulu. That were really good, but the the Sasquatch ones were always bad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I was like, oh, I don't know. It just, it, it was questionable. But yeah, I watched a lot. I watched a lot of them, so. Yeah, I feel like I also watched some things, but I don't remember because this, I don't remember the past them. few months have been like crisis mode off and on, but we're here. Yeah. We're thriving. I'm not thriving, but you know, <laughs> no, I no. say it for your benefit. You will. You will. You're, you're fine. Kayla's, Kayla's okay. You're I'm okay. okay. I'm A-okay. Yeah, you're A-okay. You're A-okay. I'm A-okay. But other than that, uh, yeah, I went to the desert. That was fun. Saw some weird art. That was exciting. Oh my god, Domino Mio Games, the UFO, that was what I watched the most of, was I watched really terrible, like, UFO documentaries, just terrible, just really (laughs) terrible, like, just so bad, and, like, all of them were just using terrible stock footage, and it was just, it was just bad, like, I'm like, there's real UFO news out there, you guys. Why are you, why you could, are you, you like. You could report on that. Why are you, like, showing this, like, awful mask or whatever? I just, yeah. I also have um, one of the most recently released videos to show everyone. Ooh. Yeah. So, which I hate. Um, 
If you if you want to see it, we can watch it. Is it a, is it a floating object? Yeah. Uh oh. It's yeah, Holly's it's, favorite. Um, <laughs> it's from the USS Russell and the USS Omaha. Uh, video. It's captured video appearing to show UFOs flying, hovering, and splashing into the ocean. Splashing. Yeah, I hate this one. Okay, I, I do want to see this. I want to see this. Like you, we've we've shown the Tic Tacs before. Like you guys have seen the Tic Tacs. We've shown those. This is from the USS Omaha. This is actually military footage of a UFO. Uh, things. Anyway, I hate how it moves through the sky like that. I hate it a lot. I hate that a lot. It what looks the like frick? it looks like it's like scanning the ocean. It looks like it's scanning the ocean, and this doesn't have audio, but you can hear in the background like the guys talking about it. Like we don't know what this is. Blah blah blah. And then like when it gets when it goes into the ocean, they say splash down, and it just disappears. Like it's just it's just there. That's it. There it goes. There it goes in the ocean. What? I hate that it moves back and forth, though. I hate it. What? Yeah, it just goes, and then watch. Watch, it's gonna be gone. Watch, I hate it. Ugh. Ugh, light switch. Get it. Ah! It's gone! It's just gone! Huh? What? That's it. That's it! Ugh. Yeah, so that was another one that the the government was just like, oh yeah, that's real. Like the U.S. government said that that was real. Like, oh yeah, that's real. That's real. No, no big deal. No, no big, big deal. deal. It kind of just happens sometimes. Yeah, no big deal. But what I hate about it is in the beginning, this part, this part where it's just like scanning the ocean. I'm like, ooh, no, don't like that. Don't like that at all. Looks like it's just scanning the ocean. Nope, 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 nope. Do not like. What's it looking for? What's it looking for, What's it looking for? <laughs> What's it looking for? I don't know. I hate it. <sighs> yeah. So that's so that's terrible. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, I'm sorry. I feel like we're also very disorganized this time. Whatever. Look at No, we're getting clothes. back it's in spooky. the we're getting Who back cares? in the swing of things. <laughs> it's fine. It's been a while. We're we're shaking off the rust. And it's really hot. It's really hot. It's up really here. hot. I don't have my air conditioner <laughs> I don't on either. And it's just hot. Getting kind of sweaty. How um, how big was it? It was like big. That ship. It was big. It was a big like ship sized thing. It wasn't drone sized. It was big. I hate this. I hate everything about that. I know. And it's well, interesting because did you look up the updates on the UFO news release? No, that's what I, I was going to do that and I forgot. So I'm glad you did. <laughs> yeah, I, I looked up a couple fairly recent articles. So I don't know if anything happened after the stuff that I found because I found these and got mad. Um, yeah. Wait, wait, before you start, Taurus, that's exactly what I think. And I should have shown you guys this comic that made me laugh. But Taurus just said, they definitely chose the right time in human history to reveal the existence of USO UFOs. Because we're all collectively just over everything. Yeah. Yeah, we're just like nothing. I, I feel like I'm at the point in my life where I'm like, I'm so tired and yeah. nothing will surprise me anymore. So you could just tell me and like, I, I don't know, I'll be like, bring it, bring it on. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Can, we've been through it. Yeah, that's, but that's, there was a comic about that, like on Reddit, I think I saw it. And it like showed like, it was just like an alien talking to like a guy, like one of those beam looking guys. And it was like. It was like, aren't you, like, shocked? And he was like, man, I got a lot going on. Man, <laughs> man I've had quite a year. He was just like, I got a lot going on. I was like, yeah, I guess. Same. Oh. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, okay. I, I just wanted to, I wanted to commiserate that, because that's what I feel like is happening. Yes. 
Um, so this article is BBC News from the 4th of June. So that's a couple weeks ago. And I saw this in a couple different places, the same kind of title. Um, but it says, U.S. military UFO report does not confirm or rule out alien activity. So basically, the article says, the review of 120 incidents is expected to conclude that U.S. technology was not involved in most cases. But beyond that, the report makes no definitive assessments about what the objects might be, officials said. A declassified version of the report is due to be handed to lawmakers in June. So I have not heard that that has happened yet. Um, it's June oh. 20th, so we still have time. I don't know if anybody in the chat has anything more recent than this. Um, but the basically, the article goes on to say that what they've deduced thus far is that it is not U.S. military, but they feel like it's someone else's technology they hmm. basically do not confirm that it's ufos but they don't not confirm it but they 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 end end out end up suspecting that it is just some foreign technology but from earth um oh come on without like, saying it yeah it's like it's very like flip-floppy and like basically ending up at i don't know is is what yeah. i've heard so i don't know if anything more has been released in june other than what this is saying but that well, i suspect it will be more of that where they're just like we actually can't confirm or deny but we no longer believe it is not of this earth we assume because when you get down to it how are they how are they ever going to say with 100 percent certainty that it is not from earth they would never say that they would no, they would never they say that for sure they wouldn't because they'll because also like in reality they don't know for sure and an easy way to get people to not freak out is to just be like oh we don't know if it's from earth or not it could be yeah like because they're not gonna like dredge up the roswell bodies and be like we got these little guys that we got <laughs> from the we desert found we found them they're ship crashed that's why you have an iphone <laughs> like they're not gonna like they're yeah they're not gonna like say though that would be hilarious yeah but, like, they're never going to release that kind of stuff. They're pretty much just saying, like, I think they're just doing it to get people, like, off their back. Yep. Like, Basically. to be like, oh, no, there's no secret alien projects. We told you about all the stuff that we do. We told you. See? Yep. So, basically, it seems like it's, they, they, they all this stuff, some of it leaked. I guess the Tom DeLonge stuff leaked and things came yeah. out. And then it came down to the wire where they needed to release stuff. And they give a traditional government non-answer. So it so that's feels what they say, right. huh? Yeah, it's just like because they can't. I feel like they're never going to say we suspect it to be not of this earth, even though they have kind of said that already. I remember they had the Navy has said that about one of the videos that they did not expect, they did not see it as Terran technology, but now right. they're they're going to say that they feel like it is just some kind of foreign technology that we are not aware of what it is. How is that yeah they're just How like you know we better? can't we're not gonna say it's not of this earth because then can I, I guess they're just trying to avoid the hysteria because if you get down to right. this point where it's everyone knows this declassification is happening and the announcement is maybe it's from space yeah, everyone will I, freak out i think that i mean i think it's bad either way like i'm like so you're you're admitting these things are real and you don't know what they are it'd be worse if it was like russia's <laughs> like yeah. I'd, I'd be like more scared. Worse. Yeah, I'd be more scared if it wasn't some, like, advanced species that was like, oh, we're smart enough to be nice and don't have a nuclear arsenal. Like, 
Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. So, I mean. Good old shirtless Putin's just out there like, yes, this is my UFO. <laughs> this is mine. I made it myself. That was my Putin accent. Yeah, it's great. It sounded just <laughs> like him. <laughs> oh my god. Alien <sighs> comrade. Yeah, there's, there's, the, the article does go on to say that CNN said it spoke with three sources who said the report does not rule out extraterrestrial activity as a possible explanation in some of these cases. There is, however, no evidence that aerial phenomena witnessed by Navy pilots in recent years were alien spacecraft, the Times reported. Citing intelligence like, officials, the newspaper said the experimental technology of a rival power such as China or Russia could account for at least some of the aerial phenomena. I don't want that either. Yeah, I'm like, that's not good either, please. No. Ugh. Yeah, you're, yeah, I'm assuming that Putin is from Earth. Who knows? <laughs> no human walks around shirtless that much. No. I mean, humans around yeah. here, I guess, but... That's what I was saying, the Dawn Seeker. Uh, they said, we already know that human governments are dumb and hostile, so at least if it's aliens, they might be nice. Yeah. It's true. Like They I might be here to help be... us. Yeah, I don't want it to be a, a government from here. They're bad. I Ugh. want the aliens to come and, like, save the planet from us, honestly, more than anything. That's what I was hoping for. We are destroying yeah. it very quickly. Well, that was the, one of the documentaries I watched on Hulu had the interview with those kids from South Africa that saw the aliens. And literally, the aliens, like, sent images into their heads saying, like, oh, yeah, like, technology's bad. You're killing the planet. I'm like, yeah, that's what they're saying. That sounds right to me. Yeah, that, that sounds, sounds reasonable. <laughs> that sounds like what's happening. Like, they're just like, this is bad. Turn off your nukes, you dummies. And now they're just like, whatever. Like, you did this to yourselves. Bye. Yeah, you didn't listen to us. Goodbye. Yeah, goodbye. See ya. Uh, uh, I know. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I'll also, since, since our last broadcast i was i've been reading a lot of uh apocalypse fiction yeah i know you read uh swan song which i started yes i have not finished weird. it yeah when you said like how yeah. it gets i was like do i want to read this it's weird i mean it's really well written but boy is it weird but i loved hollow kingdom which is a really great apocalypse book um and i've been following this subreddit that's like r slash collapse so I've just been uh, reading. I'm I'm at the stand now. Now I'm reading the Stephen King book. Oh, is the Hollow yeah. Kingdom one about the bird? Because yes, I have Hollow that Kingdom's one. Yeah, about the crow. That one's it's, amazing. I bought it because you recommended it. It's in yes. my stack. It's going to be after I finish this next book. So yeah, I'm you got to read it. It's so good. I loved it. There's it a incredible. sequel coming out, right? Or has it? Yeah, come out? in August. Ooh, that's yeah. so soon. I know it's soon. I'm excited. Yeah, the stand. I don't know Stephen King. The stand. That's from on now. Um, it's about a virus though, which is a little, um, a little on the nose. Too, too real. Too <laughs> soon for me. Um, no, thank you. I will pass on that one. It's a little, it's a little on the nose. I like Swan Song because it had a professional wrestler as a main it character, does. and I was like, <gasps> it does. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm really, I don't know. I want to see this report come out. I, I find it really interesting that they've been taking such a long time. But it's like, they're like, it's going to come out in June, and they sure are taking their sweet yeah, I'm time. Like, hmm, we have a, a, an amount of time left, a very short like amount. Like a week and a half? Like, yeah. Like, where is it, my dudes? Is they're going to wait. Out or? And maybe it's just this. Maybe it'll just, like, come out, and, and then, like, their main announcement is, it's not anything. It's fine. When you look at this, please understand. We don't know. But it's not maybe aliens, maybe not. Question mark. 
Yeah. Question, yeah, question mark. I don't know. It's, uh, I've been watching all that stuff. I've been watching all the, all the videos come out, all these documentaries and stuff. And it really does seem like people are just like, oh yeah, I guess this is just a thing. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, this is the time for this stuff to happen. Cause like you said, I feel like we're all just like, okay, sure. I mean, I haven't, you know, I went a whole year without seeing my family. So, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. sure. So what, what news did you bring to the table? Tell me one of your, something that you got, got to I mean, share. I just, I just wanted to show that video. Oh. And I have an, I have an article on it. Yeah. Like, I want to hear about this. Cause yeah, that was disgusting. Oh yeah. The thing where it's like beep boop moving, but that like, I don't know. Like the articles are all the same. Like it's just yeah. like, like it's, it's literally like, I don't know if you you all saw this, but Obama admitted to not knowing what they were in an interview. He said before, um, I thought he said when he was president that he, he implied about aliens. Yeah. So the, he, he, so here's the quote from him. And of course they call it UAP because no one can say UFO because it's like too scary or whatever. Says the mainstream interest for UAP and the shift from conspiracy theory to congressional inquiry comes on the heels of 60 minutes airing footage of infrared video of UAPs taken by military aircraft. Those are the three videos that we've all seen. Okay. And one and the one I just showed. In the same story, Ryan Graves, a retired Navy pilot, said he and other pilots had similar sightings every day for several years. Now that kind of freaked me out. I was That's like, you a saw lot. these every day. First, every day. So, like, UFOs are watching these guys every single day. And he says, every day, Graves said in an interview that aired last month, every day for at least a couple years. And if if you check out that 60-minute episode, it's actually really interesting. I'm pretty sure it's on YouTube as well. It says, uh, Rubio, who had previously called UAP a national security risk, went further by saying the stigma surrounding the topic should not keep us from having an answer to a very fundamental question. Former President Barack Obama echoed that sentiment a day later to CBS late night host James Corden, which I'm just like, of course, like on a late show. Yeah. It says, what is true? This is Obama because he has a lot of pauses. (laughs) And I'm actually being serious here is that there is footage and records of objects in the skies. We don't know exactly what they are. Obama said. This is like that. I keep forgetting to tell you when the MUFON meetings are because I need to renew my membership, but at that one MUFON meeting, they had an ex-Navy, I think? No, she was mm-hmm. Air Force. It was ex-Air Force officer who um, is now a field investigator in Virginia. And yeah. she talked about seeing stuff pretty regularly as well. Like where well, stuff sense. would like block out the stars at night. Because they always have someone watching like in the, the flight towers or whatever. And like... She said it happened pretty regularly at the base she was at. I'm not surprised. Like, honestly, I'm really not. Like, it, it makes sense. Because it's just they weren't talking about them. Like, it's, that seems to be the common, the common thing is that they're not talking about them. Like, they don't talk about whether or not they're, you know, whether or not they're, they're real or not. They just see them and go, oh, okay, there's no way for me to report this. So I just said, whatever. Right. And then it's like, for them, I feel like when you start seeing something that regularly, it, you don't really question it as much anymore, probably. Like if, you know, she would talk about like, oh, they would talk about it and be like, oh yeah, I saw it again. I saw that thing again in the sky. Like it just becomes regular day to day for them. And then that's kind of weird to think about too yeah 
Um, Geeter Parker. (laughs) Really (laughs) funny name. (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, UFOs are notorious for observing military bases and nuclear power plants. In fact, I think it was ages ago, it was like 2003 or something, when the Disclosure Project happened. Mm -hmm. They actually, there's a couple people talking about how they, they turned on and off the missiles. Like, and... Right, right. Yeah, yeah, like, it's very common for them to see those things, and, like, of course no one's gonna talk about that, because they're gonna be like, "Uh uh-oh, someone turned on and off our nuclear missiles, the thing that could literally ruin the world. Yeah, and it's, so, and it makes sense that they would be seen at military bases, because that's what they're going to observe, right? So, like, that, that does make sense, they're going to be, like... Yeah, because I remember someone saying about them, like, someone having nuclear missiles armed and the craft, like, turned it off. Like, our, well, that was in one of the movie, the things we watched, too. <laughs> yeah. I can't Sorry. remember which one. The cultist obscure. Yeah, we shouldn't have built those things. We should not have. No. We should not have. And I'm almost positive that, like, that's when we started seeing influx of UFO stuff because they're like, you gotta get rid of these. Yeah. These like, are bad. Mm, these are kind of bad. Like, yeah, these are really bad. Yeah, they're bad. Like, we should not have those. Mm-mm, mm-mm, nope, mm-mm. nope, nope, nope. We're going to destroy ourselves, but that's fine. You well, know, I think we that that's something that they're genuinely, like, worried about, is mm-hmm. that they don't want us to destroy ourselves, and they're like, who knows, if they've lived for long enough to have this kind of technology, they should know, like, what a threat all that stuff is. Yep, and I mean, like, at this point, we have spent so long destroying the environment and the earth and the atmosphere, and, like, we've done a lot of the damage, we continue to do it. Yeah. Like, we should have learned by now, but alas. Yeah. Alas. Then we made NFTs, so oh here we God. are. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if you all saw the... Let's let's talk about this for a second. I just have to talk about this. Like, I cannot... I can't handle Elon Musk. I can't. Oh, I can't handle. Yeah, no. I can't handle it. Or I Grimes. Can't. I can't handle I can't, either of them. I can't handle it. I, like... I can't handle how, like, one second he's just like, aha, memes, doge, aha, building a rocket, doge, and I'm just like, oh my god, is this who, is this who we have? Is this who, this is it. This is who we have. This is the future. This okay. is our, our brightest, I don't know. Like, our brightest, our brightest star is this, this guy. This idiot. This guy. Uh, I just can't. Base. I know, I can't. I'm like, why are we, why are we putting trust in billionaires Oh, billionaires yeah. is jeff bezos worst. in space now can he's he going stay to there too. he's going to space too okay hopefully he stays up there goodbye but it's just like it's like we've we've come so we've we've gone so hard into late stage capitalism that the only people who are doing exploration are billionaires yeah that's what that's how it works <sighs> that's what matters that's what gets you anything is money and you know ugh, yeah. depression Yup, yup, yup. Aliens, you can probe him. Have fun. We don't yeah, want him anymore. Yeah, have fun. You could just, like, I mean, he's up there. He's already met you halfway. Go for it. Just take him, study him, whatever. You can, just don't yeah. clone him. Yeah, no. I don't, again, I don't think it's Dogecoin's fault. I just think it's, then he, then he was on, then he was on SNL as Wario, and I was like, I'm done. I'm done. Goodbye. I can't I can't. This. It's, that's can't. enough. I can't. And then there was like the gif of him around going like, wow. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, no, we're done. This and is- his dope coin tanked because he was so bad at it. 
This is the reality we live in. It's still, I really do feel like ever since uh, beginning of 2020, we've been in a long form Black Mirror episode. Oh, yeah. For real. That's it is. what it feels like. That's why like. I've been reading all the dystopian fiction. I'm like, I need to feel like I'm safe and it's, I'm at home in this chaos. I need to feel like things could be worse. Ugh. Oh my gosh, a crying pigeon. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so that's, I don't know. I also like Grimes getting that tattoo of like alien lines. Oh my gosh. Did you see that? Yes, I and like, I found her, she came across my TikTok for you page and I was like, this person is <laughs> maybe a little loopy. I don't know, like, because I used to listen to her music and I was like, yeah. oh yeah, this is nice. And now I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Uh-oh. No, thank you. I'm good. Goodbye. And I, my favorite is, like, everybody, a TikTok trend is, like, I found the new Grimes, and then they'll just make they'll just make noises and be like, I'm Grimes now. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool. That's fine. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <sighs> um, I don't know. I mean, it's an interesting tattoo, but they were acting like it was the Sistine Chapel. Yes. Like, okay. I was like, please calm down. It's, yeah. And, like, talking about, like, all the the computer mathematics they used yeah, to create like, it and i was like i could have created it it's just you know this. Or i could have done that in paint yeah like with my eyes closed it's like <laughs> a blind contour gone wrong it's fine <sighs> billionaires are spooky we've finally gotten to the point it's capitalism the spookiest, the spookiest <laughs> is billionaires Ugh. yeah so in between it, UFOs being called real, uh, billionaires being the spookiest, Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos being the only people to explore space while our governments, I don't know, make more bombs. Who knows? Yeah. Just be scared. Billionaires. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I don't think... Do you, you said you had some news that's not UFO related. I do. Um, I wanted to talk about... Um, there's two things. I found a dumb forum post, just for a more recent dumb forum post, because we love those. Oh, I love those. We do love those. Um, there was a news article someone in the Discord requested we talk about, and then I also found a article on the Daily Yonder from mid-March of this year about Bigfoot in Kentucky. So In Kentucky? Yeah, in Kentucky. Oh. So a TV paranormal team says they found possible Bigfoot DNA. In southeast Whoa. Kentucky. Wait, a TV paranormal team? Yes. So That's awesome. Would you like me to read this article? Yes. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. Go ahead. It's a little long, so I'll try to skim some parts. But a team of paranormal researchers and reality TV show investigators thinks Kentucky's southeastern mountains may hold the key to proving the cryptid, an animal whose existence is disputed. They had to define cryptid. Is wow. out there. Bigfoot, or Sasquatch as he's sometimes called, is generally described as being six to nine feet tall, covered in hair, and ever elusive. Um, that's going to go into some Bigfoot history, but as we know, we are all experts here. I will say that one of the things I found interesting was in this article they name, like, regional Bigfoots. So, I knew Skunk Ape. Yes. Um, I never heard White Thang, but that's Whoa. apparently Alabama's Bigfoot is White Thang. That's cool. Uh, and then in Arkansas, it's the Fook Monster? <laughs> sorry, 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 White Thing. I was like, is that a hard seltzer? It should be! <laughs> it should be! Wouldn't that be so good? The hard seltzer White Thing. White Thing. Um, so, I don't know, F-O-U-K-E. Fook? Oh. Fook? Fook Monster? Oh. 
in Arkansas and Momo in Missouri. Momo. Oh. And then I thought that was an internet thing. No, it's Momo. That's what he's called in Missouri. And then Weird. Wild Man. It's called Wild Man in Tennessee. Hmm. So some of those I did not hear. And interesting statistic they throw out here. Um, according to the magazine Mental Floss, there has been a Bigfoot sighting in every single state except for Hawaii. Oh, interesting. So yeah, Bigfoot wouldn't live in Hawaii. It's an island. Not interesting. Well, no, but there's um there's there's reports of the of small like like fey creatures there. Ooh, in they're Hawaii? like little people. They're, yeah, they're like tiny people. I can't remember their names right now, but they're there's a very common um people see them all the time too, still. Ooh. They're like spirits of the islands. They're like tiny people. I love that. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. So in this this uh, DNA finding I think occurred in 2020 because it says in July and August of 2020, members of the Travel Channel's TV show Expedition Bigfoot filmed their second season in Kentucky. As part of their investigation, the team thinks they may have found Bigfoot DNA. Uh, the team, and they list everybody, which includes a primatologist, an ex-military slash survivalist, and a Bigfoot researcher, uses the latest in technology to search for elusive for the elusive cryptid. From drone footage and trail cams, the group collects data and sends it to experts. Um, huh. And then they say, they go on to say that there's a lot of different people searching maybe only in, in that area um so using an advanced algorithm the team determined the location of a seventy-five thousand acre area in southeast kentucky held the greatest mathematical odds of encountering a bigfoot during a specific 21 day window when they were filming oh using math huh? using math just like grimes dang oh my God. <laughs> uh starting there they were able to find what they believe are migratory patterns of the famed cryptid as well as a possible structure made from trees similar to what others claim are made by Bigfoot creatures, which I have heard this. So they have a picture in here, but I saw this at the last Bigfoot convention. It's just sticks. It's just sticks made into a like, t like oh, a pyramid. Yeah. They say that's Bigfoot. Um, if I were to describe it, it's literally like putting sticks into like a tent structure. That's, yes, that's all yeah. it is. I've seen that. I've seen pictures of that too. I don't know how, that's not just a stick that fell on another stick. Or, like, a person could have done that. A person did that in the park near my house. I don't think Bigfoot was there. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm sure. I'm pretty sure. Is it because there were, like, white claw cans crammed into a stump next to it? Yeah, there, yes, there was trash all up in that stump, yeah. which they refilled the stump with trash. What? I swear. I have to keep going back there and emptying the stump. And it's such a pain. Um, That's awful. Okay. So, trees, these tree structures are thought to be an indication of Bigfoot creatures marking off their territory from other Bigfoot creatures. So, the team then collected soil samples from under the structure and sent them to the UCLA California Environmental DNA Program for analysis. Environmental DNA is genetic material naturally left behind by animals in the environment. Analysis of the samples generates a snapshot of whatever animals or creatures are living in the area. According to... Uh, Miroslava Mungia Ramos, the eDNA program project manager, analysis of the sample indicates another primate other than humans was in the area. Wow, that's he, weird. Yeah, he says, what we're hmm. looking at are the unique organisms that we are able to identify. Our software does what's known as metabarcoding, so it'll hmm. match up all the DNA sequences that we were able to detect and try to cross-reference them with the thousands of genomes that have been published, she said in an email interview. 
What I found very interesting was that, yes, we have detected human DNA in these areas, but we're still seeing different primate DNA. There wasn't just one human primate. There are several different primates, some sort of primate what? relative that exists in the data. Ramos says the D DNA seemed to come from... Ramos says that DNA seemed to come from a species of chimpanzee that would not normally be seen in the rural hillsides of Kentucky. It's a real head-scratcher, she said. It's important to note that the higher the detection, the more confidence we can say that whatever organism, whatever ta taxonomy we're looking at, was apparent in the area. And in this case, we're looking at the pan genus, or the chimpanzee genus. There's 3,000 reads. Whoa. For Mayer, this discovery is significant because it's based on science, not on lore or legend. Right. So, but like, also, like, what if there's just a chimpanzee? Out yeah, there? someone just had a pet chimp. I I would believe it. Like, around, I was gonna yeah. say, like, those are like the places where like the Tiger King people like would have just like unregulated zoos. Yep. So like, yeah, Kentucky I for sure. Yeah, but interesting. In conjunction, I think the interesting thing is that they have this DNA and it was found in one of those structures that people very much believe is mm -hmm. some Bigfoot territorial markings. So I think that's right. what's interesting. It, it could have been found anywhere and you could be like, oh, that's probably whatever. But it's those two things together that make it less of a co coincidence and more of like, hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Very also, strange. chimpanzees are mean. Yeah, they're gross. I do not like yeah. monkeys. I actually really no. hate monkeys. Sorry. <laughs> no, I do too. Because I I don't like humans. <laughs> yeah. Humans are mean. Humans are mean. So are humans monkeys. are gross. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. But found that That's very interesting. interesting. Um, and in Kentucky too. In it's Kentucky. An it's interesting that they went looking for Bigfoot out there and not like here. It sounds like... They maybe go to different areas in different seasons because this is season two and they did this in Kentucky. So I don't know where they had season one, but very interesting. I'm hoping that at this Bigfoot convention I'm going to, which is the EC Bro, uh, ECBRO Bigfoot convention in, it's happening in the middle of nowhere. Um, <laughs> let me see. I should have pulled up. Yes. I'm sorry. We shouldn't say monkeys. Primates. We don't like primates. Yeah. Primates. Primates are not... I don't really like them. I don't like Ew, them. I don't like them! Um, what is it? The EC... Bro. Okay, so if you go to VABigfootCon.com, you will see the most poorly made website in the entire world. I want to see. Um, so VABigfootCon.com. So if you wish to attend the Bigfoot convention, please join. Um, oh, boy. There's a no. giant image on it that's taking forever to load. <laughs> no, why is he doing... Like horns, no, the font. It's it's amazing. It's happening in Fort Defiance, Virginia, which literally is the middle of nowhere. Um, Who, did you see the guests? Do you see the she squatches? Yeah, the she squatchers were there last year. So, and I wanted to buy one of their shirts for us, but I didn't. And maybe I'll get you a shirt this year from the yeah. she squatchers. There's the squatch watchers. The uh, squatch watchers. I'm looking for more funny names. That's just it, I think. Yeah, the squatch watchers and the she squatches. The she squatchers. If you click any of the links, it mostly says the website is under construction. So apologies. I'm not. I mean, it's not my website, but you know. It also says attention due to the possible expected overflow of people. We suggest bringing your own chairs. Yeah. So the uh, I got tickets. Is this a field? 
I bought tickets, um, but the vendors are just free outsides. But I, but I have tickets. I don't know if tickets are still. That's for sale. amazing. Never before seen documentary, elusive legend. Yeah, and I'm like, are they going to talk about Kentucky? I don't know. I'm very excited. That was very recent. I bet you someone will. Someone's going to talk about Kentucky. It's going to be a time. You can ask questions. You have a topical question. Yeah, I'm going to ask. I'll be like, hey, did you hear about that Kentucky DNA? I'm going to be like, oh, hell yeah, I did. Yeah, you have a topical question. It's important. I do. Um, so I'll make sure to get you something nice because I have some more stuff to oh send you. So I'm going to get something you a, nice. a, a an amazing prize, a treat. Oh, my God. Thank you. I I, I await it in a bated breath. It'll be amazing. I, I also await the, the literature that you can find there because that vampire book. That was next level. I will never so, find yeah. anything that good ever again. <laughs> I think about that sometimes, and it feels like a fever dream. I still don't know where that book is. I threw it across the room. It's gone. After I was done with it, and it has disappeared. My favorite was that it was like, you need to bully Wiccans. Yeah, bully Wiccans. Uh, Wouldn't it be funny if you made a fake bomb and put it on their doorstep? I was like, no, that's not funny. Okay, so vampires are criminals? Is that what this book's about? Criminal vampires. Vampires are just like terrible people is all I've learned. Yeah. Oh, but yes, I, I wanted to sag into the the Bigfoot convention from that Bigfoot article. So next yeah. weekend, going to be a time. I will get you a prize and I will bring I'm back excited. literature. You should take some videos on your phone when you're there. So oh, okay. Some videos. Yeah, I will. I will. I'll do that. I'll take if some you, video. If you take some phone videos and send them to me, I can edit a little like Kayla recap. Yes. Of the Bigfoot convention. I'm going to wear my Bigfoot shirt you got me. It's going to be great. Um, We're going to have a good time. Yeah. I think the vampire book episode was also one of my favorites. That's my favorite. Yeah, because it was just like, what is happening? (laughs) Oh, man. So. That's some some of my favorite stuff. I will check out. Hopefully, Book Guy is there. If not, I know where he got those books, and I could just go to that bookstore. So, um, and they have, like, it's just their sorting is not great. Yeah. But. That guy curates. So we'll report back on that. It's great. Um, the other... Okay, I'm going to end with the forum. Th- no, let's go to the forum thing because it's literally okay. just an update. We have talked about okay. we have talked about dragons before. Yes. So this was an old forum post about dragons. And mm-hmm. there were, were some questions posed by... This is paranormalsoup.com. This is the forum. In, okay. in 2018, Dazzled Dad posed some questions on this dragon posting, just about dragons in general. Um, True North, in March of 2021, decided to answer all of them. So I just wanted to give you some 2021 facts about dragons from this okay. forum, because why not? Yeah. So Dazzled Dad asks, where do they live? And the answer is, all over. They just stay out of sight. Okay. Uh, how many are there? And, and the answer is involving themselves with affairs on Earth? I don't know. Seems to be quite a few. So, affairs on Earth? I was like, what? Okay. Um, yeah, how, fact, 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 fact to me. How big are they? The answer is larger than humans, but not nearly as large as most of their fantasy counterparts. What does that mean? I don't know. They're just, so they're bigger than humans, apparently. Okay. The question, do they con- conduct their financial business under a human name? And the answer is, anything is disputable. 
their human business is conducted by humans. So yes, it's conducted under human names, human company and institution names. So apparently dragons have money and they conduct their business under like company names. So perhaps Jeff so, Bezos is the front for like, a dragon. Unknown. They're like Ferengis? Yeah, they're Ferengis. <laughs> um, so do they have bank accounts or just a large amount of cash? And, they, and the answer is they control immense holdings of both capital and money. So I think they have, I think dragons have bank accounts in 2021 is what this person is Sick. saying. Cool. Um, do these human agents and representatives know they're dealing with dragons? The answer is very few. So some people know that they're having financial oh. dealings with dragons. Oh, Toro says that this is just the plot of Shadowrun. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> Someone's just like to like talking about Shadowrun while just like saying that dragons are real. <laughs> And the, the final question sure. is, are there any records of financial transactions involving dragons? What? <laughs> and the answer is, X percentage of all daily human financial tra transactions involve dragons, meaning they're directed by dragons, not made by dragons. So every yeah. day there are financial every transactions day. involving dragons. Every day? I'm very confused by these questions and these answers, but this is your 2021 update on oh where dragons God. are at. They have entered capitalism. Okay. I mean, I feel like dragons were always, like, a proponent for capitalism with their big hordes of money. That's true. They were always just terrible, terrible little Ferengis. Yeah. Yeah, that's your answer about dragons. Uh, X percentage of all daily human financial transactions involve dragons. Please remember this. Every time you are purchasing something or, you know, transferring money. Involving dragons. My favorite <laughs> electro-pop Yes. That's a good update. I'm glad that we're aware now that if anyone wants to sell their Dogecoin, know that part of it's going to dragons. Yeah, dragons are probably responsible for NFTs. Yeah, that Dogecoin's going to dragons. Yep, yep. Now you know. Now you know. Now you know. <laughs> the villain 76 says, I suspect X percent equals zero. <laughs> <laughs> You know. Oh boy. You, you never know. So Incredible. I wanted to give that. I just love the forum posts. They're just great. They're mm -hmm. they're the best. Yeah, and it, you have to figure that it's a specific audience for forums too. Yes, it is. It yeah. is. Oh, I saw that too, that Jeff Bezos is richer than Smaug. Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, they did the math about it. Uh, well, there's apparently like 15 people who are richer than Smaug. For Smaug. He's not the richest anymore. Nope. Well, would you guys like to hear one of the UFO mysteries from 1968? Yes, please. From the magazine? Yes. This article says, Eerie Red Lights Chased by Plane. Ooh. By Fergus Hoffman. Nine ruby red lights soared back and forth across Puget Sound or more than 40 minutes for more than 40 minutes last night, and one private pilot who chased them insisted they definitely were aircraft, but no one could prove it. Thousands of calls swamped civilian and military telephones in the Puget Sound region. The glistening objects, like embers in the heavens, far outshone the pale stars. They were eminently visible to watchers on the ground, but the Federal Air Route Control Center at Auburn and local military airfield towers could not spot them on radar. They ranged from the vicinity of Seattle's Space Needle across to the north end of West Seattle, back across Elliott Bay, and then disappeared one by one. 
The last one didn't just dim out and fade away, like turning out a light on the rheostat. I guess that's something from the 60s that I don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> rheostat? I don't know. Insisted pilot Rudy Malaspina of Des Moines. I was flying right below it, and it simply accelerated vertically and flew out of sight. Besides the FAA, the Coast Guard, Air Force, and law enforcement agencies, as well as the Post Intelligence, received a flood of telephone calls starting shortly after 10.15 p.m. At 10.49 p.m., observers on the Post Intelligence or building roof saw the light, the last light suddenly wink out. So the people in the newspaper actually saw the lights wink out. Malaspina, a real estate salesman, was flying from Friday Harbor, San Juan County, to Boeing Field at 7,000 feet. He was directed by radio near Everett to descend to 5,000 feet. The Auburn Center cleared him to descend to 2,200 to pick up the Boeing Field approach marker, which is on the TP of Pier 91. I could hardly receive the center, he told the PI. Then the center handed me to Boeing Tower by radio transfer, and I noticed right directly in front of me nine vertical lights on a collision course. We were closing fast, right directly in front of, in front of I said, this is a military formation, and I turned right. These nine lights made a right oblique turn instantly. You're not supposed to turn without direction from the tower, but I turned. Just two seconds later, I looked over my shoulder. The Lutheran Church in America, the Lutheran, oh, wait, wait, uh, what's it, what is it saying? Well, I don't know what he's talking about. Well, four, okay, I don't know what he's talking about. I guess he saw the church. Well, four rockets were fired from these objects, and they were not flares. They were rockets. Three of them hit southeast of Green Lake. I got on the phone and told the Boeing Field Tower, there's a military formation dropping rockets. They said they had no knowledge of any military formation in the area whatsoever. These lights were just plain red and oscillating from dim to red and back to dim. By then, Malaspina was at 3,000 feet. I also don't know why in the middle there was like a weird thing about churches. I guess they got confused. It says, by then, Malaspina was estimated at 3,000 feet and the red lights seemed to be at seven or 8,000 feet. He heard an another private pilot report from 6,000 feet that the objects appeared to be from 8,000 to 10,000 feet above West Seattle. Then I sighted them over West Seattle and they were stationary. Malaspina continued, I was doing 360 degree turns beneath them using the moon and the edge of Elliott Bay as reference points. They were stationary, then they flew back across Elliott Bay from the north end of the bay towards West Seattle, over Queen Anne Hill, and then came back towards me. I know where all these places are. I could see Queen oh Anne Hill. Oh my gosh. I chopped my, recogni my recognition lights, and they came back towards me. Oh no. When I put my lights back on, they went away from me. They were definitely aircraft. I wouldn't believe it myself, but I saw it and, f and figured this. My magnetic compass was reading 300 degrees when I made my landing at Boeing, and it should have read 130 degrees. And my clock in the plane stopped at 10.35 p.m. No! No! The Auburn Center confirmed it had picked up Malaspina's plane by radar and monitors monitored his radioed reports as he pursued the objects, which thousands saw. However, no official explanation was forthcoming. Mm -mm. No, thank you. I don't want no. that. No. No, no, that was the whole article. No, 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 no. no. Mm -mm. That's terrible. Mm -mm -mm. And it was here. Oh my god, the light switch. Nope. <laughs> and it was here. That's so. That's that's nuts. And it was from July eighth, nineteen sixty eight. Direct from the source. This ma this uh, this magazine was from June nineteen sixty eight. I love this magazine. It is yeah. a treasure. Wait, how is this article from July nineteen sixty eight? If this. 
whatever. I guess June is just when it came, when it's around. I think it was quarterly. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so that was fun. That is scary. I love these magazines. I Oh yeah, I there's a ton of stories. Something. So I'm ready to, I'm going to be reading more as we go along for story time because Excellent. the stories are great. You can read those for story time today and I'll read a couple uh, of emails from viewers. Okay. So that'll work very well. Sounds good. One thing, one more thing I wanted to bring up what was- What happened to the rockets? I don't know. I guess they just blew into Green Lake. <sighs> They're just Green in the lake gross. now. So I'll blame them. One thing not a Doc Martin in the Discord wanted us to talk about uh, an article from thescientist.com. Uh, did you know that they shot tardigrades onto the moon? Oh, no. So an, an Israeli lunar lander carrying tardigrades crashed into the oh. moon in April, and now scientists are trying to determine if they are still alive. No. No. So... They say, so basically the article stated that they believe they're probably going to be alive because we know that they can survive, you know, any condition, basically. So I don't think that they have determined that they are yet, but basically they dehydrated them, stored them in resin or stuck on tape and packaged them in a lunar library, which was a small container filled with a microscopic archive of human history, human DNA, and the tardigrades. Mm -hmm. So the goal of sending the material to the moon was to store a backup of human knowledge in Earth's biology in case a life-ending event befell the planet. Um, Wow, that's depressing. Yeah. (laughs) So they feel like they're probably still alive. Um, An astrobiologist stated that he would imagine they would survive for some time. The main problem with the moon is the vacuum and the high radiation, but tardigrades are proven to survive those conditions already. So, and since they're dehydrated, they're currently, or they were dormant. They were in a dormant state. Um, Interesting. That means, oh, this is adorable. Oh my God. That means if they, <laughs> if they made it, they're in a tiny ball with their heads, no. with their heads and legs retracted inward and their metabolism at 0.01% of their normal rate. No. So they, they curl up into a little ball. No, they're just like little beans. Oh, oh my God. So hopefully they find out. I I think that's precious. I love tardigrades. And hopefully they're alive on the moon. So when the yeah. earth explodes and aliens find us, they can be like, oh, tardigrades. They're they're alive. You know, they're cute. Yeah. Also, like, what life-ending event do we expect to just happen and we're just sending DNA to the moon? What's, what's the point of that? Mm, you know, maybe they know something. Yeah. So I don't know, um, I don't know if they have a plan to rehydrate them. Someone mentioned in chat, um, they, Flumpton said they need to be rehydrated or they will probably die. No. No. They don't mention that in here. It's not likely, they're saying that they basically won't colonize the moon while they're dehydrated. They'll need water to reanimate. But what it means is the so-called pristine environment of the moon has been broken. Yeah. So they didn't really talk any any further about it. So just about the moon, and maybe if we can reanimate them, though they will just live on the moon, and that's exciting. And I would like it if they mutated into giant tardigrades. That's all I want. So thanks for sharing that, not a Doc Martin. It made my day because I love tardigrades and I love thinking about them. 
That's very cute. And I hope that they survive on the moon. Me too. I want them to I want them to be happy. I want them to be happy and fulfilled and live through whatever catastrophic event that is apparently going to happen. Yes, that I want that too. <laughs> yeah. Wow, these water bears built a rocket and put themselves in cryo sleep. Neat. <laughs> no. Yes, that yeah. is that is those are the updates I brought to the table. I'm very excited about this coming weekend and the Bigfoot convention and I'm I will... excited too. I want to see pictures. I, I want to see video. I need I need some some on the ground research. Yes, I will live text to you and then we should plan for whenever the Mothman Festival is for you to come out here. Yes. Um, oh my god, that that's so fun. That's better anyway. The Bigfoot convention when I went the first time. I've talked about this a few times on here but it was i mean you could see the photos on the website it was literally just in a big room and like the i mean bring your own chairs yeah the seating area was in the middle of the room and they would turn off the lights in the entire room when they would show a video so you yeah. couldn't like properly look at the vendors maybe they have their shit together more this year but it's definitely not a fly out here and attend worthy event but the yeah. mothman festival will be that's true yeah that's very true i want to go i think it'll be fun yeah yeah well um do we have any more stories or are we storied out oh yeah i i'm ready to tell you a story that was submitted if you're ready for it okay it's time for fact or fiction we will be reading chilling tales submitted from the community and guessing are these fact fiction or somewhere in between use your best spooky scout skills to determine the truth do you have a scary story to tell? You can submit them to us at SpookySaturdayStories at gmail.com to have them read on the show. Just make sure to include if they are fact or fiction and your name. So this one does not have a sign off, so I'm going to call this anonymous. So, But if you're in the chat and this was you, please feel free to let us know. So here we go. I used to work the night shift at a rec hall in a state park. I had taken an extra shift from a coworker who needed to quarantine. When I came in, I was told to keep an eye on the camera feed. Apparently other guards had been reporting strange scraping noises all around the building and several scratch marks were found on the outside walls. It was around 2 a.m. when I heard a scraping sound coming from the ceiling. As the sound traveled away from me, I assumed it was just the AC or something until I heard a loud crash from somewhere in the building. I looked over all the cameras, looking for where that sound could have come from. I found it when I checked the bathroom entrances. The grate had fallen off the ductwork. Okay, one mystery solved, but how did it fall? My answer came when I saw two spindly hands creep down from the ceiling. No! As they found the floor, they kept snaking outward as more of its arms kept coming down. At first, I thought it was some sort of prank meant for the guy I replaced like some sort of inflatable guy they set up to scare them. Even as I saw a black, rounded head with large yellow eyes begin descending from the ceiling, I just thought how creepy this balloon guy was, until I saw those eyes blink. As I rubbed my eyes, thinking I must have been seeing things, I saw the thing drop down entirely before it slid out of view, seemingly dragging itself by its arms. I bolted out of the room, now convinced someone had broken in. By the time I got to the spot it once was, it had vanished. As I started to look for whoever was in the building now, I heard a window opening in the main area. As I got there, I saw it again. This humanoid thing looked about six feet tall with a slim body. 
Its head was round, almost circular, with the only features I could make out being those big yellow eyes. The creature's arms were already out the window, as the thing itself stood a good three feet away from the window. It just stared at me as it pulled itself through the window and back into the forest. I asked to be put on a day shift after that. I still don't quite understand what the creature tried to accomplish getting in here. Part of me wonders if it did it just to show that it could get in. I don't really know why it would want to get in, and I don't want to know. Luckily for me, I haven't seen it since that night, though sometimes I get the feeling as though something is watching me from the treetops. No! <laughs> no! That's terrifying! See, I was gonna believe it, though, if it would've just left it at the hand, but when we saw the whole- the whole monster, I'm just like, you never see cryptids that close. <laughs> it would never- it would never- It never happens! It would never allow this. Yeah, so I'm gonna- I'm gonna say fiction. I will let you know that you got it. This ah. one's made up. That's right. Keep it to the hand next to us. <laughs> Keep it to the light switch. Holly is too skilled at this. She no, knows. No, that was a good story, though. Yeah, I, I like that. I it was like scary. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. It was good, though. Thank you, Anonymous. 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 I'm going to use that as a fan now. <laughs> I know. It's so hot. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's hot. <gasps> It's, summer is harder to do this, mm -hmm. because we're both in hot places. Well, it's not hot, but it's, like, hot, you know. You know what I mean. It's humid and gross. Mm-hmm. All right, do we have one more, or is that it? Yeah, do you want to read one, or do you want me to read another? Um, I can read one more. This one will be from Nada Weasley, who I have seen in the chat, so it's nice of you to write into us. Spooky, trying to get my computer to work, everyone. The scariest, do, 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 the scariest do, 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 thing the scari I ever go through. Hang on. The scariest. Do, 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 do. One more piece. One more piece. You're right again. Oh, you're fine. I do that too. Like futzing. Futzing. All right. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Story time. In fall of 2020, my boyfriend and I wanted to take a weekend getaway to somewhere in nature so we could get away from humans and be socially distant. We settled on a cabin outside of Luray, Virginia. Do you hey, know that is? yeah, that's near me. Oh, nice. The area was beautiful and immersed in nature, which was exactly what we wanted. When we got to the cabin, we settled in, pursued the old DVD collection the host had, and our first night was very uneventful. On the second day, my boyfriend took a shower, and I chose to stay in bed. I'd heard him call out to me at one point, but couldn't really hear what he said, and the bed was comfy, so I didn't get up. Oops. When he got out of the shower, he was very confused. While in the shower, he saw a female shadow through the curtain and thought it was me. He called out to me, got no reply, and then when he opened the curtain, no one was there. I reassured him I never left the bed, and I don't know what happened. We went on about our day and didn't have any more incidents during the day. Oh, gross. <laughs> Hate that. No. <laughs> That night, we made dinner, set up the fire pit, and roasted some marshmallows. While enjoying our marshmallowy dessert, my boyfriend was sitting where he was facing the cabin and I was facing away from it. He all of a sudden freaked out. He saw the same female shadow passing in front of the window of the cabin. We immediately went inside and checked around the interior of the cabin, just in case, and came up with nothing. Once again, I never saw anything except for his genuine reactions. Did she only want his attention? Did she just not care for me? Am I a basic white girl in a horror movie who's unable to perceive the obvious spooky stuff happening? The world may never know. <laughs> That's it. No! No. I oh, would- Blu-ray? Blu-ray, Virginia? Yeah, what? That, okay, I would like to know where this cabin is because I would definitely go stay in it because no. that is not far. No. 
I don't know. I say it's fact. That sounds scary. That sounds scary to me. Hmm. Well, everyone, you're right. This one is real. No. Oh, no. I hate that. Ew. Ugh. So not no a, not a Weasley says this is fact. This is not a Weasley. No. This is true. And I spent the rest of the trip calling out Demon, a la Shane no. Madej of BuzzFeed Unsolved. And now anytime something moves, shifts, or falls in my apartment, I call out to it stupidly. My boyfriend is adamant about what he saw, and I believe him. Unfortunately, I'm the one into spooky shit, and he's not about the spooky life. Oh my god, he's not about the spooky life? But he saw it! Get with it, dude! But yes... Um, I would like yeah, you to should know. Just stay there. Yeah, not a Weasley. If you if you're if you're listening, please DM me on Discord and let me know where this cabin is because I will go stay in it. And maybe we could I could do like a Ouija board thing. Oh, is this an Airbnb? They said really. Uh, they had Young Frankenstein, Doctor Horrible, sing along vlog in their DVD collection. <laughs> like, do I want to tempt fate and like figure out where this is in like Ouija board? I mean. The DVD collection alone sounds pretty sick. Yeah. So, Ouija board. Ouija board TMTM. Yeah. Or you could try a Ouija board. Mm. I don't know. If you find it, let me know and DM me. Like, if you have that Airbnb thing in your history. Yeah. Um, I think you should me. go. I would do it. I, I will do it. I will, I will do one more story from the... Yeah. The, the 1968 um, Flying Saucer... June 1968, Flying Saucer, Amalgamated Flying Saucer, Clubs of America, Vintage Magazine. Go for the DVD collection, stay for the ghosts. <laughs> stay for the ghosts. <laughs> oh my god. I, I hate it. No. It sounds like, it sounds like that ghost only wants to, like, show themselves to guys. I'll bring, too. I'll take Jack with me. I'll be like, I, I won't say, tell him so why. You're gonna have to take Jack. I won't tell him why. Jack and don't tell him why. See if he sees you. That's actually a pretty good, like, blind experiment. Yeah, that's true, because then he would go in with zero expectations. Yeah, but he has to do it before he edits this episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we gotta do it fast, everyone. <laughs> you gotta do it fast. You gotta do it fast. Um, Alright, let's do one more story time. This one. This one is super weird. It's from, let's see. doesn't say where, but it's from Thursday, July 20th, 1967. And it says, where do flying saucer spacemen come from? Rick, who's 15, has it figured out. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, story time. He has it figured out. There's also a picture of him. All right, Rick. Uh, this is by Bruce McCulloch. Rick Smith of 112 Riders Mill Road, Penn Valley, which I guess is a time when you can just put your address. Is it? Didn't they just the say he was 15? <laughs> yes, but this is back in a time when it's just okay to dox yourself in 1967. Oh my god. Uh, anyway, is mainline unit director... Oh, he's the mainline unit director of the Amalgamated Flying Saucer Club of America? Oh my god. Wow. He has a theory that spacemen live on a planet inside the moon, and has been able to win over two old ladies in Narberth so far sure. as flying saucer watchers. Rick is 15. The young man aims to interest other mainliners to take flying saucers seriously, to join the AFSCA, and to report to him the sighting of flying objects they are unable to identify. Perhaps if we are more hospitable to the little spacemen instead of scaring them off, they may help us to solve the problems of this tired old world, he believes. Oh my god. <laughs> He's 15! This is so funny. Oh my god. They must be highly intelligent and certainly so much further advanced than we are to be able to do what they do. He told me when I called 
when I called at his Penn Valley home last Friday. When I arrived, he was just completing a UFO detector, which he had begun the day before. Essentially, the detector is nothing more than a compass. When a sudden magnetic field of the type flying saucers allegedly generate deflects the magnet, hanging between the round loop of wire. It closes the circuit and activates the buzzer. It can be constructed in about an hour or less for no more than a dollar or two and placed inside a glass or plastic bottle. He saw one himself. Flying saucers have been variously reported on the main line, especially the upper end. In fact, he spotted one himself once. When I was about eight, he recalled, we were all sitting around one night watching the Flintstones on television. Oh my God. And my father saw something outside the window. It looked like a hue, a hue rocket flame, at least 500 feet long. It kept blinking on and off for about three minutes, and then it headed for Ardmore and disappeared. My father thought it was a balloon. He continued, tell he continued, but I didn't. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to classify it. Rick hopes to spot another flying saucer soon, provided with a pair of binoculars and now his UFO detector. He spends about an hour a night looking out his second floor bedroom window, scanning the skies. How did he first get interested in flying saucers seriously? Well, forgetting the one I saw for a minute, he said, I guess it all started about three years ago. I was at a friend's home and I spotted a book called The Flying Saucer Conspiracy. I said, what's this? And he said, some dumb book. <laughs> some dumb book. <laughs> well, I took it home with me and read it. It was really fascinating. About a year ago, he started reading all the flying saucer magazines he could get his hands on. There are a lot of them. But really what got him going was, oddly enough, Joe Pine. Uh, Joe had William Mosley, he's a big flying saucer guy, on his TV show, Rick explained. And he said the guy was nuts. That was enough for Rick. And he wrote the Amalgamated Flying Saucer Club of America, whose international headquarters are located in Los Angeles, and applied for membership. It costs only a dollar, Rick said, plus a three dollar a year subscription to their flying saucer magazine, the one I'm holding in my hands Ooh. right now. The AFSCA representative did a great deal of preaching on flying saucers when he was a student at Welsh Valley Junior High School last year and said that, on the whole, the reaction from the kids was good. He intended to continue his talks at Harrington High School when he goes there in September. Enforced security? Question mark. The Penn Valley boy has certain theories in connection with the subject in which he is so deeply interested. Have you ever read about flying saucers in a magazine or newspaper since 1963? He asked. If you have, it must have been a small article. The Air Force must have found out something big, and now they are clamping down on the press. They have to deny the existence of the saucers in order to avoid panic. Oh and if they did admit there really were flying saucers from outer space, it would just prove that they had been lying all the time. He's he's right. He's even not today, wrong. He's even not today, wrong. this is relevant. It's so long ago, and it's not wrong. Did you hear did you hear about the two flying saucers that buzzed one of the Gemini spacecrafts? He went on. I got that for I got that information from inside tabs, which even my own parents don't know. This kid's awesome. Oh my god. A lot of the saucer sightings are explained away by saying they were only weather balloons, Rick continued, but how many balloons can go forty five thousand miles per hour? You would like to know. Some authorities say flying saucers are only hallucinations, but how can a hallucination be tracked on radar? Rick seriously believes that the people from outer space could guide us all to a better world and more a better and more pleasant world. We could gain a tremendous amount of scientific and technical knowledge from these space people, he argues. We could completely abolish disease, poverty, poverty and smog. We could solve the problems of automation and unemployment resulting from it. We could figure out a way to finance all public works projects in eight other countries without taxation. What, what? This kid's very altruistic. Yeah, 15? For the, for the like, 60s. Uh, 
What this all amounts to, Rick says, is a transformation from our present chaotic state into a utopia-like society. Uh, far beyond anything conceived in hallucinatory dreams. Next section. Don't shoot them. But none of this will happen, he warned, unless we all recognize the existence of flying saucers and greet the people from outer space in a friendly manner. They're not going to land unless we do, and we certainly shouldn't try to shoot them down, he went on. I mean, we couldn't possibly hit one if, if we tried. We shouldn't even try. Rick cited as an example in an incident in Washington, D.C. in June 1956, where nine saucers were observed flying over the Capitol. We've talked about that one. We talked about that incident. The Air Force yeah. issued orders to shoot the unidentified flying objects down, so the people from outer space were forced to leave the scene. We shouldn't have scared them off like that, he said. They were only trying to help. My God. And, uh, this kid! Yeah, that's it. Uh, that's it. Yeah. There's a picture of him. This kid. <laughs> Do you want to see the kid? Yes, this kid's my hero. He's great. What's his name again? Uh, Rick Smith. How many Rick Smiths are there? Probably a lot. Well, we know his there address. He there he is. Looking, I think they photoshopped, or not photoshopped, it's the 60s, but they put a little UFO in there. Oh my gosh. That's him, Rick Smith. You should look him up in the phone book and see if he still lives at the same address. God, right? Yeah, I hope he went places. It's like my dad's age. Like 15 in 1968, it's like a little bit older than my dad. That's so funny. Like five years older, I think. That's, that's amazing. That's so funny. I love that. Yeah, so so back in 1968, kids were pretty much saying the exact same thing we say today. <laughs> they do. Cool. This kid knew. And he was also like, don't shoot at them. Yeah, don't, don't shoot, shoot at, them. at them. They're trying to help. Yeah, which I feel like, uh, I feel like he's right. Yeah, this you is. You that part? Yeah, it's in, exactly in, like now. He, he is exactly yeah. right. Yeah. You remember that part in Independence Day where they're like, don't shoot at the spaceship los angelinos or you may inadvertently start an interstellar war yeah <laughs> oh my i mean gosh. they were hostile so everyone yeah it's a little know. different yeah yeah oh, well i hope you all enjoyed that don't worry we have plenty i have plenty of these <laughs> plenty of content we got, we got more of these articles coming later and a zine that i found i don't know if we're gonna read it because it's real weird Ooh. but i found a zine i mean that's the best thing i can call it from 1965 that says adventures in space. Oh, that's beautiful. Look at that. Yeah, I know. The it's great, but I think it's just about banging. Oh, stop. <laughs> oh, that weird. Yeah, the people who want to sleep with yeah. aliens. Not my favorite. Yeah, not my favorite just, thing. I think it's just about banging. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but the the font inside. I don't know. If, uh, the font inside is incredible. Oh my like, gosh. Look, I'm just gonna see the font. Look at this font. Like. Oh, you can't see. Yeah, it's like some weird. Oh, yeah. it's like anamorphs. Yeah, yeah, it's like anamorphs. It's such a good font. Oh my gosh. So anyway, that this is weird. We're gonna explore it, but it's weird. I'm excited. But... I mean, I'm scared, but I'm excited. Yeah, it's clap. Yeah, clap, clap those cheeks. Clap those alien cheeks. <laughs> clap those cheeks. Um, but yeah, thank you for all for joining us for our um our first episode of season three of spooky scouts now called spooky scouts not spooky saturday because sometimes we don't want to do it on a saturday by sometimes we mean most times <laughs> most times and i think it's uh, better to change the day as long as we continue to do the show that way other people can watch it if you're busy yeah some people only work on weekends that is true it's true, it's true. uh yeah so we will be uploading this to youtube we're on i think jack is almost done with our our last 
our last few episodes yep. going up on the podcast servers. So if you missed any of our last episodes, there's lots of episodes on the podcast servers. I have a better mic now, so this one will sound better. It's gonna be so nice. good. Yeah, which is exciting. But yeah, thanks for thanks for for still being here. We just appreciate you being here. I appreciate you coming and watching the silly things that we do, and uh, all of your support and kindness. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will see you. We'll see you next time. Bye. Okay, bye. Thanks for joining us for another meeting of the Spooky Scouts. I'm Scoutmaster Kayla Klein, and you can find me on social media as at K-A-Y-N-C-L-I. And I'm Scoutmaster Holly Conrad, and you can find me on social media as at Holly Conrad or at Commander Holly, and you can find us both at WeGrowingHens.com. We hope you enjoyed learning and speculating with us tonight. If you want to find out more about the Spooky Scouts, you can find links to our social media, Discord, and more at SpookyScouts.com. You can offer the podcast some sustainable support and help us stay unbiased and ad-free by subscribing to patreon.com slash spooky scouts for as little as $5 a month. Spooky Scouts is recorded live weekly on twitch.tv slash hens. See you next time, scouts. And remember, keep your eye on the sky and dare to know. <laughs>